0: What's your go to? Go to. Used to be ribs, but I stopped eating pork, right? Okay. So now it's, uh, I cook some of the best chicken in this province. Oh, okay. (laughs) In this province. I'm the grill grill master.
1: (laughs) Welcome to Marriage Talk. I'm Sheldon.
2: And I'm Valerie.
1: And today we have guests joining us today. Their names are Derek and Cassia Moncrief. Derek Moncrief, he plays for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders of the Canadian Football League. Just finished up his sixth season there with them. He's also played for the Los Angeles Rams for one year in the NFL. Aside from football, they are devoted to doing ministry and philanthropy. They pastor a house church here in Regina. And Derek also does work with the Rider Foundation along with his personal brand which is called Going the Distance.
2: And Cassia is loving taking care of their beautiful baby girl who you will get to hear from on the (laughs) podcast today. Today's episode is is a lively one we hear from uh, Minnie and we hear from our son's dog uh, Padme. Yeah and And Derek and Cassia. It is a full meal deal. Yeah
1: let's head on over to the interview and we hope you you will enjoy the show. Well we just want to again welcome Derek and cassia here to the marriage talk podcast and baby Minnie and baby Minnie. that's right we're sitting around our kitchen table having a little conversation and why don't we got to meet you a little bit before hitting record but our listeners may or may not know you now derek you may be more well known especially in the saskatchewan world as you play for the saskatchewan rough riders Mm -hmm. but cassia you know maybe our listeners like well wait a second there's this other half (laughs) as well in his life what's that all about so Hey, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves? How did you meet? How long you've been married? Whatever you want our listeners to kind of know about you to bring you into your story.
3: I get a lot of you're Derek's wife, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, we're, we're parents. Um, I grew up in a family business. So my sisters, I have three sisters and we work for our, our parents, our family business, literally our entire lives. Okay. besides that, when Derek and I met, we both had a huge heart for ministry. And when we met, I was doing international missions and then COVID hit and Derek and I actually ended up doing a whole year long distance Oh, when wow. he got assigned uh, to the NFL, so okay. yeah, it's yeah. been good.
0: Facetime was Facetime Face was crucial. <laughs> I yeah. tell you, okay. <laughs> yeah, we uh, man, every, I mean, every day was uh, we just prayed and you know. Try to uplift each other uh, yeah. throughout throughout that tough journey. Uh, imagine not seeing somebody that you, you you like and you start to love. Or, you know what I mean? That's really tough over that the COVID. Um, but, you know, God prevailed, and uh, we're sitting here now. Just blessed. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. That's
2: awesome. Yeah.
3: We initially first met at the airport. Um, <laughs> yeah. He needed a ride home. He was coming to play football here, and I had a DM request and uh, obviously made sure he was, you know, I was not picking up a straight, complete... <laughs> When I really didn't know, so I did do some look, ask some people, and and yeah, so we met at the airport, and then when I dropped him mm-hmm. off at the airport, literally four months later, after we just met, um, it's the first time he said he loved me. So we have some airport, ah. uh, oh, yeah. we have some airport uh, in our romance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: That's the big chemistry spot. That's right. Oh, yeah, okay. So did you propose at the airport That's too? Right. Did you, you know, have your ba- first child at the airport? Like, is that just where everything's <laughs> happening, or?
0: You know, I knew I would marry her, but you know, it took a little time. Yeah, we had to, you know, go through the little rough stage and missing her for a year. It was crazy, Uh, but it was awesome. It was awesome, man. And I'm I'm just very blessed to, you know, call her my wife. Oh,
1: that's so cool! And how long have you been married? Uh, We
0: got married August 28th last year. Yeah, probably uh, so a year and you know, a little bit. like a year and a okay. couple months here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's been awesome. we yeah. are yeah. still newlyweds. Yeah, newlyweds. Oh, yeah. Still <laughs> newlyweds. Yeah, <laughs> we're, uh, we're still learning.
1: We're still learning. Yeah, That's hey, awesome. we are not newlyweds and we're yeah. still learning. That's <laughs> So I'm just going to let you know right up front, that learning journey, yeah. it never stops. Never. No, no, it is, uh, we're 22 years and still, wow. still learning lots along awesome. this journey. So we like to ask this question. Thanks for introducing yourselves and yep. bringing us into your story a little bit. Mm-hmm. We like to ask this question to everybody, whether they've been married 22 years like us or one year or a bit <laughs> with like yourselves.
2: is talking too.
1: <laughs> what would you say, though, if you could go back? You know, it would only be a year. Yeah. But what would you go back and tell mm-hmm. a younger Derek and what would you tell a younger Cassia if you were to go back?
0: Well, for me, uh, just... Understanding, master patience, right? Mm. Uh, you want to be patient. Um, like, is it Galatians? Uh, love is patient, love is kind. Uh, wrote that down in my vows in Corinthians. The Corinthians, yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, just being more patient, being more understanding, uh, loving, and understanding that she's a human being too, and she, you know, every season of life changes. Every day is different, right? Mm. So, just mastering patience is the biggest thing.
1: Okay, yeah. yeah. So good. Just, I'm going to want to pull on that a little bit yeah. because I think there might be some listeners out there and, yeah. and it's stringing, ringing a chord in my own life too about yeah. patience. Right. What does that look like now in your life? Like, how yeah. have you learned it? And then how do you actually, like, like put mm-hmm. some handles to yeah. that for our listeners.
0: Man, you have to work
1: it. Okay. Every
0: day uh, you have to work it, right? Being patient, being understanding, being loving um you know as a husband you have to be able to pray for your family provide for your family protect your family and be patient at all times (laughs) so you know just trying to just trying to do that and you know uh every day is different man it's Mm. it's a battle every day the devil the devil is working hard too you know Mm. uh but you know god works harder yeah so uh just you know just trying to be um a man led by faith Mm. you know what i mean uh I'm still a man though at the end of the day, you know, stuff happens and, you know, feelings or it's whatever, you know, but, uh,
1: just try to be led by the spirit. No, that's so good. When I hear you say those things, what I, what what I hear boiled down to is a choice. Yeah. Like we have a choice in all of these moments and each Mm -hmm. day we're provided with these many choices even throughout the day. And are we going to respond with patience, which is one of the fruit of the spirit, right? Or are we going to respond in the flesh or are we going to respond in anger and those things? And so I when I hear you say that like yeah. it's that choice which which one are we choosing. So thank thanks so much for for yeah. sharing that. That was right. so good. Cassie, what about you if you go back to that younger self?
3: Yeah, and I f- it wasn't much younger. It was just, you know, <laughs> but um I think that you know, we ended up when we got married, we got we had many we got pregnant so so fast. Like just a few months later then we found out we were pregnant. So, which was so exciting, but our marriage like our, you know, that was, was quick. Yeah. And I realized how much, you know, it's so important to marry someone that like truly really loves every part of you because I had like the worst pregnancy. I was I was sick every day. And, and so I had really realized I married the right person. I mean, <laughs> my husband was Brushing my teeth, putting me in the shower, cleaning up
1: puke, like,
3: and this was like, I remember thinking, like, oh, I'm supposed to be like a young, cute wife, right? (laughs) That really changed real quick, so.
1: yeah she just wants to be on the podcast too. i think so yeah, that's all she's like why do mom and dad just get all the the fame here we gotta get on here
3: we have um we have a house church and she's the we had house church last night and she's the exact same way at house church we'll just get up and start ministering or praying and she's like wants to be held so you're yeah. like yeah yeah and just rocking her at the same time it's been fun
1: uh, that's so good so good they don't stay that long or sorry they actually stay long uh, <laughs> they, don't they don't stay, stay young th- they don't <laughs> stay young that long uh, as uh, as they grow up and and each stage is such a wonderful joyous stage and i'm sure you are enjoying this stage as well So Derek, uh, bring us in a little bit because we want to talk to you both about this and a little bit about your background as well, right? In terms of being a professional football player, how has that impacted your marriage? How has that impacted your relationship? You already touched on a little bit even in your introduction where you were down in LA for a season or a few seasons there and then coming back or how that all played out. So how has being in professional football how's that affected wh- whether it's your marriage mm-hmm. over this last year and a bit or even just your relationship the dating years getting to yeah. know each other and yeah. then married what has that been like in that journey
0: Well it's actually been uh it's been an adjustment you know with anything that new that happens you're going to have to be able to balance things out but luckily lucky me bless me I have a beautiful wife she's um great she's supportive I wouldn't even be here, you know, I wouldn't have the success I had without her. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Just we praying and seeing things through. And she's sticking with me through all the tough times with me being cut and Mm-hmm. Not having a job at times, you know. Um, so uh, she's just been very supportive.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: And so, what does that do? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's interesting. And so, yeah. what I'm saying, what does it do? Is so when you get cut, yeah, right. So there's this like emotion. I'm sure this is an emotional oh, yeah. thing, right? No, no. And I, I grew up playing sports, and mm-hmm. guys that get cut, I, I've never seen someone smile yeah, on yeah. that day, yeah, yeah, right, and and. But then you've got a family, and you've got mm-hmm. a wife who is there to support you, but also watching these hard times. Yeah. How, how has that benefited you? Like, how it, you talked about having a wonderful, supportive mm-hmm. wife praying. Yeah. How that benefited you as you go mm-hmm. kind of in these darker moments of, yeah. of your career? Then how does, it, yeah. how does having a wife there alongside you help with that?
0: Man, it's uh, such a huge role. It's, such, it's, such, it's so big for me to have, you know what I mean? Because... Like, I'm not alone, right? Like, mm. I know, like, I can't do this journey alone, no matter what. I might be Superman on the field, but I still need somebody <laughs> to help me out, somebody to pray with me. Those nights where I'm working and I can't sleep or body's hurting or all type of things that comes with sports, you know what I mean? Uh, for her to be there and be supportive, man, uh, it's, a, it's, it's a truly a blessing. Yeah, so good.
1: So what does that look like, Cassia? How is that? What is he? Any he, he's Derek has mentioned this multiple times, right? Supportive wife, supportive wife. She's there for me. So, what does that look like as he's maybe struggling or upset, frustrated? What does that supportiveness look like in your life? And yeah, how's that journey gone?
3: Yeah, I, I think like for me, it was you know our our relationship with God has always come first and and it was knowing that no matter what career path he had whether he quit playing football tomorrow and God says you know you're gonna move to wherever and do this I said I'm with you you know and I think that no, him knowing that no matter what happens that I'm, I'm gonna be there and you have a wife that is gonna honor God first and that was what we prayed for you know we want someone that and vice versa I need a husband's gonna honor God first and so we prayed that throat our even just when we were dating on when mm. we were on facetime you know like you, we got to keep that up or else this our marriage will it's it's ultimately won't have the substance to with go through these hard times because we didn't have a traditional dating experience or you know any of of that you know we were long distance i had a husband who was playing in the nfl and then cut and then we, we didn't have a house we didn't have a place to go mm. on dates we were in different countries so it was a relationship really based on you know if 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 we're going to love each other and God wants us to be, we're going to trust that no matter what yeah. the process yeah. looks like. And the enemy loves to isolate you. And he was talking about, you know, how you can feel alone, especially in your career. I feel like, especially with sports, be mm-hmm. such an isolating career because you really are on your own. Although you're on a team and you're working, if you're not performing, you can be cut tomorrow. And then your brothers, your coach, they're not your family anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so the enemy loves to isolate you. And especially with guys in sports, I feel like he can do that well. Mm-hmm. So it was really important that, I needed him to know that no matter what, he can call me and I'm going to be the same as I was when he played in the NFL, when he doesn't have a job and he plays in the CFL, when he's retired and he's just an awesome stay at home dad, you know? That no it. matter what,
2: I'm going, to, I'm going to love him the same. And that was really important for, for us as a couple. Yeah, yeah. And that's so great. I love that supportiveness, that being there for him. And then what does that look like, him being there for you?
3: Oh, yeah, and that was something that I think my parents even really will get even emotional about it because, like, did we give, you know, our daughter to the Mm -hmm. right? They have four daughters, right? So finding, you know, (laughs) great husbands was a really big priority for them. And my mom will often say, like, the way – he cares for me in general every day. But when I was sick and so early in our marriage and and he's training and he had, he had shoulder surgery. So his arms and his like we were a mess, right? Like (laughs) and he was like, you got, you get some challenge right away, right over here. But God's like, you know, we're going to see this through. And I mean, he was in a shoulder sling and he was like literally carrying me. I was awful sick. I was in the hospital. Like I was just getting, I, I couldn't eat, I couldn't sleep, nothing. And I just, my parents were like, you know, you have a, it's so nice to see a husband that's there for you. And Mm. he was, he's, He's even, my parents are even joke. They'll call him and be like, you need to, like, if you're practicing, you can't take her call. Like, I know that, like, even if Derek's, I feel like I could call him mid playoff game and he's going to yeah. run to the sidelines and take my call. Like, that's the kind of husband I have. Yeah. So I just, yeah. I just love that. Uh, I know that I can also count on him. So cool. Oh, I so love
2: cool. that reciproc, oh, no, I can't say it. How you do that for each other <laughs> Yeah, <is> what I'm <laughs> trying yeah, no, to say. And just, just that, that showing of love. Love isn't just a feeling, but you, yeah. but you're putting it into action yeah. and you're doing it for each other mm-hmm. and just the you, the you obviously you can tell just by the way you look yeah. at each other and communicate mm-hmm. how much you love each other and yeah. that's a beautiful yeah. thing.
3: That's yeah. a great compliment I think and any time you know you, oh you you do this this but like when people say oh wow the you guys really look like you love each other that yeah. is like one of my favorite favorite things to hear
1: for wow. sure. <laughs> so cool. So what's been the hardest part of the journey? like in whether it be marriage or whether it be and and i think you've yeah. been alluding to some of these things but what's really been that part where you're looking back and saying mm-hmm. man this this was a difficult time in our our year or on our journey what's that been like
0: well the first one was the long distance right mm. they test you on every level right yeah. you don't you got in today's time right if someone is not seeing someone physically Right, You're not able to touch them or go on a date or anything like that. They break it off. Mm. And for us, we understood that uh, it was way bigger than that. Right, We had to pray together, stand in prayer, uplifting each other, um, spending time with God. And that was the biggest thing. Uh, that was probably one of the most toughest things that we faced. And, you know, the next phase was we got married and sick and, all type of stuff going on right got a house church now you know what i mean so that's a, that's a different component when you, you you bring in people and and you have to lead those people right hmm. and you know you have attacks from the from the enemy at all times mm-hmm. so for us just covering each other in prayer and covering our ministry in our home yeah we got a child now so uh we've been tested on every level man yeah,
1: yeah. for sure no doubt one of the things that i've loved <laughs> In this, even this short time of getting the noted to you, yeah. like Jesus just comes out in all of your answers and, and he comes out in all of just the way you talk. Mm. What's that like, whether you're ministering to the players yeah. or, and I'm sure Cassie, you probably, and I haven't asked this, but probably are, I would assume even just the way you talk here, there's a ministry even to the wives or the other girlfriends that are out there what's that like in the football realm, ministering to people like that, where, I mean, let's face it, right? There's a lot of world opportunity to, and a lot of of gratifying the flesh that is a potential out there. Mm -hmm. So what's it like to stay strong in your faith and then also use this as an opportunity and a platform to to talk about Jesus in your life? Yeah. Yeah. What's that look like?
3: We even talked about this even a little bit last night. It's like, you know, before you know Jesus, you're one way, and then you meet him, and you're totally different. Mm. And that's sort of what we wanted our marriage to look like. And we wanted that to look like to our friends and teammates and everyone we surround ourselves with. So we really try to do that in in the football community. Okay. Um we have players that come to church with us. We have, you know, if they're even to the point where we will stay. if someone's injured and there's people, you know, then you leave the stadium and the bright big exit that Derek and I have been on our hands and knees praying over injuries when oh. guys have came out of, you know, they're like walking up on crutches because they heard something. We're like, hey, we're going to like lay hands and pray on you. And people are like, really? Right now? <laughs> and I love those moments because we just want to show like, you know, like, although this is football, it's it's never, it's never just football. It's never yeah. just marriage. It's never just, you know, a career or a job or being a parent, you know, God is in the midst of everything without him. It's nothing. And Mm. so we, we really put an emphasis that in our life and and how we do things. And he really is, you know, I don't know if this sounds even cliche, but he's the answer to everything. And we want to make sure that, that that's what it, what's what our marriage looks like, and that's what our ministry looks like. That's what football looks like to us. And, you know, we have wine nights with the ladies, and we do all kinds of fun things as well. Um, yep. And we our home is open. Like, anyone who enters our door, um, we say, like, this is, like, now your house. Like, mm-hmm. this is your home too. So I find that we really try to do that during the year because you have guys who come here, and they have, you know they're away from home for a long time. They've no one here. They're just here for a season and we want to make our home theirs. Like you can come here, you can have a meal that's not, you know, cooked at the door. Right. (laughs) Um, And and Derek's often on the grill all summer cooking for those guys and and they just love it. So I feel like, yeah, football has been a great platform for, for Jesus to really show out. Yeah.
1: And so, Derek, same thing to you, right? Like, how how does that look like as a player, as as you've lived in the locker room and those types of things? What is what is living Jesus like out for you in those situations?
0: Man, it's awesome. Uh, I often tell people football is just a bonus for me. Mm. God uses people in every avenue of life, right? when the business world, sports world, whatever it is. And you have to respond to your calling. Either you're going to do it or you're not. Cause It's going to chase you down. <laughs> but uh, it actually started for me. And I want to say I really just got a hold to it when I was in L.A. Just for me mentoring the younger guys. I was a guy nobody knew. Mm. Uh, but I met guys, and I was pointing to them, and God was just giving me stuff, to things to tell people. And Fast forward here, uh, even coming back to Saskatchewan, I, I was the oldest guy in the locker room almost. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, just just being that vessel to those guys, and, and you know, just walking it out each and every day, so they can see like I'm um, just not talking; I'm actually trying to live it live it too. Yeah, and you know, just trying to be that beacon of light to the guys mm-hmm. in the locker room. So cool. And
3: bringing that back, like even how you say, you know, a lot of these when. Like, relationship-wise, in, in the football realm, even for me, I was, like, there's a lot of stereotypes with athletes, right, To mm. marriage and stuff. And I find that, like, what the guys often will even come tell me, they're, like, it's so cool to see, like you said, your husband be so loving and so, low. like, it's, like, they really like to see, you know, a relationship that isn't, you know, based on maybe going to the club or, like, yeah. ex- experiencing, like, the girls. We have guys that come to house, and they're, like, oh, after a game, I got... 20 DMs from girls right and how do I how do I find the right one and mm. you and have these athletes that are so um, it can be it can be hard it can be the conflict in their life dealing with relationships and women and, and finding the right person and yeah. dealing with lust and all those kinds of factors so <laughs> oh yes girlfriends. <laughs> 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 so I find Derek brings such a neutral ground there. He brings such a place of like, you know, it's it's hard. First of all, like temptation is so real. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you overcome it and you, you know, you are going to trust God with your partner, it's, it's really a beautiful thing to watch. I know those
2: guys so, so love him. Be such a great dad and such a great husband. Mm-hmm. That's so, so awesome how you're you're being a living testimony that yeah. you can do this, right? Like, yeah, maybe it's hard at times, but it's possible. You don't have so to true. live that, you know, in, in the flesh and those yeah. kinds of ways. Yeah. There's another way, yeah. right? Which no is doubt. awesome.
1: So yeah. cool. So cool. Oh, yeah. I got a burning question. Yeah. You're from Alabama, right? <laughs> so what's your go-to on the grill? Like, I just heard that you grill out. And so that, like... I know that's not what we talk about here on the podcast, <laughs> no, but I, cool, I just feel cool. like we got to connect with the men out there too that yeah, are grilling yeah, yeah, yeah. all summer. Okay, okay. So what's what's your go to? Go
0: to used to be ribs, but I stopped eating pork, right? Okay. okay. So now it's uh. I cook some of the best chicken in this province. Okay. (laughs) In this province. I'm the grill grill master.
1: You're throwing it down just like that. All right. I'm so glad we got to meet you. And just for our listeners, I will, I'll sacrifice myself and I will put my taste buds on the line next summer. And I will test out some of the best Saskatchewan uh grilled out chicken <laughs> i'll do it for you as the listener this is not for me this is for all of our listeners that are out there I'll, I'll report back uh, on what's what's going on hey what's helped you stay strong you know yeah it's only been a year and a half of marriage but there's been longer in terms of of your relationship yeah what's helped the two of you stay strong in this journey man just it's god hmm. it's,
0: it's nobody but god i can say uh or I cook well or I'm a nice person. But it's God. Is he's, he's our foundation. Mm. Um we can't do nothing without him. We can't move without him. We can't think without him. We can't talk without him, right? Yeah. So everything that we do is it's it's all God. He's at our forefront, he's our foundation and mm. you know Cassia can attest to that. It's it's been truly a blessing. You know yeah. what I mean? Because we come from two different worlds. Right. Right. Uh I seen a lot coming up. I seen a lot growing up. Yeah. You know what I mean with different relationships and stuff like that, and uh, you know she comes from a different. Her parents are married and stuff. So, uh, man, uh, it's it's been all God. That's mm-hmm. all I can say.
1: Yeah, yeah. Has that always been your journey? Has, has yeah. God's always been that that mm-hmm. stronghold in your life, or mm-hmm. was there yeah. a moment in your life mm-hmm. like? As you got older, where it's like I'm gonna this Jesus thing is a real thing, yeah. And we've shared our story on on the podcast Mm -hmm. here about like you know I I grew up in the church, but Jesus became a real thing to me later on in my life when I fully surrendered everything. Yeah. So is that that's Mm -hmm. God's always been kind of like your stronghold and rock, or is it kind of things have led you to that?
0: Yeah, uh, for me, uh, growing up in Alabama, uh, you know that's a Southern belt there. Um, So my my great grandparents. My, my mother and my dad, uh, they always taught us to go to church, you know, keep God first. Mm. You know, but you get out there and you experience life on your own. You mm. make some mistakes, you do crazy things, right? I'm playing sports, so in sports where I see a lot, mm. you know what I mean? Um, but for me, uh, just just being able to experience God on my own, mm. you know, going through those high and low moments, uh, with fighting depression, suicidal thoughts, everything mm. like that, and you know... I. I just developed that relationship with him and it's nothing like it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean when you get that when you get that true call and mm-hmm. you get that thing where it's just you just you and him. Mm-hmm. Uh it's nothing like it.
1: So true. Amen. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you so much for for sharing with that. Cassie, how about how about yourself?
3: Yeah, when you first said, you know what has like been the helped you, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously for sure God, like Derek and I both I mean my whole life is Jesus mm. and I love him and I can say the same for my husband but also is, is the christian people in your life that that love you and they and they're praying for you i mean there were so many times where it was getting hard and it's like people or pastors or people that are like um influence in my life calling me and and like prophesizing over our marriage and our life and accountability for that right and that was so nice to have when you have people that are really really loving and and cheering you on and encouraging you Mm -hmm. um that's a blessing if you can give someone that that is like one thing Derek and I know is we've got a community of people that are rooting for our marriage Mm -hmm. (laughs) just as much as we are
1: (laughs) yeah and Minnie's rooting for you too I love it I love it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she just <laughs> wants to be heard. Yeah,
2: she she's shouting, "Amen." <laughs>
3: <laughs> she loves screaming. Is like her new thing. She like, but like, be so quiet, and then she's like a scream. Of yeah, she found her voice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So, same question to you then to Cassie. Like, has has that always? Because every answer that you have, it, again, you, it's just permeating with the gospel and with jesus has that always been been your life journey as well or or has there been moments where you're like no this is what really solidified it
3: i grew up in a christian home my parents actually got saved through um sorry (laughs) sorry. (laughs) it's okay my parents got saved through their marriage counselor so they were like first generation christians like figuring out like what this bible is and faith stuff and so we grew up christian but it was like we learned from like such fresh, like there was just mm. so much excitement when it came to faith and oh my gosh, Jesus heals! Like let's try this out, or you know there was just so much and the, Jesus was just this blessing for our family. Like it really was. It was like this knew that we didn't know who he was, and then all of a sudden my mom comes home. She said like, we're going to church, right? So um, yeah, because they were saved through their marriage, and then when we were kind of in elementary school, my mom was like, do you know what? We're going to actually start really going to church and mm. really going in, and it, it was amazing. I was like, wow, this is. Either I'm going to believe or I'm not. And right. I decided at a young age, like, no, this is this is what I'm going to believe in. And I'm going to chase this down. And if this is true, and I'm going to believe that a man was on the ocean with every animal in the world. And I'm going to believe a guy was in someone's a fish. And I believe that a man walked on water. Like, I'm going to believe these things, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and not only to believe, I want to do them.
1: Because
3: yeah. um, the Bible says I can, you know, we have that authority to also walk in it. So even when I was a teen, I found like as a teenager... My parents, we lived in Regina. My parents moved us out to a small town. It's like a really condensed version, but we moved out to a small town and uh, my friends were my sisters and my friends were my parents and my friends were, you know, this, like the old people at church. Like our church was not a young church. I think everyone was over 65. So I was just in like all kinds of ministries like but like older ministries so I got to learn from a lot of old people like which was such a blessing so much wisdom so I just was like I feel like it was so fresh for me to be like so young and want to and want to do these things but then you know you you get into college and stuff. And I feel like there was a time where I, I felt like the world was like, you should experience these things at least, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you can still love Jesus, and you, but you should experience the world, right? It's right. going to be awesome. And, and I did. There's a time. And I never say I w- fell away from my faith, but I was like, oh, like, that'll be cool to go here, do this, talk this way, dress this way. Mm-hmm. And you realize quick how not fulfilling that is, mm-hmm. right? And uh, quickly I was like, no, Jesus, I... I need all of you. Either I can't compromise. I can't be on the fence, and so I feel like although I did want to experience maybe something different than the gospel, Jesus quickly was like, "No, this (laughs) is. You can try it, but you're going to be coming back right away." (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I can attest to that. Yeah. You can try it, but you're coming back because yeah, exactly. this is where the truth is. And this is Amen. where you will find healing and hope and purpose and yeah. and freedom That's right. uh, from all these things, which is so good. Some blessings. What would you, you know, you've you shared early on that, you know, Derek's carrying you up uh, or carrying <laughs> you to the bathroom and brushing your teeth and, you know, you're just like, we're newlyweds. I'm supposed to be this pretty lady, and he's. I mean, I think what you just gave was Derek a picture of what this is marriage. So yeah. this is, hey bro, <laughs> this is what you signed up for. I don't know if you knew that it was going to happen this quick, but yeah. you signed up for this. But what's been some of the blessings along the way in your in your journey together?
3: Yeah. Um. I mean, I feel like I really do have the best husband, and I tell everyone that. There's even there's moments where. I'm in worship and I see my husband behind me worshiping like right over top of me, you mm-hmm. know, and and to know that I have someone who is going to battle for me every mm-hmm. single day. I have the confidence to literally like mm-hmm. I know what confidence God gives me. And then I know the kind of confidence he my husband gives me and I'm just yeah. like, bring it on. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> I just feel like the confidence I get from my husband has been such a blessing to know that he's got my back like anywhere i go i feel like if i call my husband like you guys are all in trouble you know (laughs) so yeah he's he just gives me confidence he gives me boldness to be exactly who god created me to be and i feel like any problem i bring to him he doesn't make me go crazy with Mm. it he he's he's soft and he is discerning and he gives me wisdom so even when good. my mind's not going there i'm like no yeah. i want to i want to maybe gossip about this this is <laughs> driving me crazy we're going to be mad about this and i have a husband who's like we're not going to do that we're mm. going to i got you i got you yeah and that's been A blessing for sure. Yeah. So
1: good. So good. And I mean, having a husband that plays football, so Mm -hmm. when you call people, you can say, I'm gonna give you a head start, he's still gonna chase you down. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) He's going to be faster than me. (laughs) Even if you start running now, he will catch you. you. Yeah, he's
2: coming after you just like Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so good. So, so good. true. Yeah, and Derek, uh, same question to you. I mean, you've had you you didn't go through all the sickness and the yeah. you know and all those things, but being there with her through those things. But what have been some blessings for you along the journey?
0: Man, blessings in our relationship. Yeah. In our marriage. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, just her being there, being supportive uh, from day one. Hmm. Uh, just her pointing to me pouring, uh, just pouring it to me, pouring it to my spirit, my mind, just speaking positive things over my life, uh, it's been awesome, Yeah. you know what I mean, uh, helpmate, soulmate, uh, she's everything above to me, uh, so cool. just a blessing from above, mm-hmm. uh, you know, God just, He truly blessed me with her, and it's, uh, it's been an awesome journey thus far. Mm-hmm. So-
2: is there anything else that uh, that you would like the listeners to know? Anything important or burning that, that mm-hmm. you just think, I really need to say this? Wow. Well,
0: if you don't know God, get to know him. Mm-hmm. Just simply just call on his name. Uh, that's one of the biggest things that we can do. Um, I always talk about this. I try to talk about this often as much as I can if I get the opportunity to. Uh, but having a relationship with Christ is the biggest thing we can do. uh Surrounding yourself with uh, positive people, um, having brothers and sisters in this world that you can depend on, people that can pray for you, people that you can lean on, and uh, just trust—just trust God. At the end of the day, with your journey, uh, if you had a relationship with Him and you lost it, you're trying to regain. You're trying to regain it back. Uh, God is all—he's always welcoming. Um, he meets you where you are. So that's the biggest thing for me
1: yeah yeah so good i love that right how he meets us where we are we don't have the change before coming to him that happens after right that change is going to take place but he'll accept us where we are and then then that change takes place in there and cassie same to you is there anything else you know that you would like to share (laughs)
3: um for sure when any of like, just if maybe even just on marriage is, you know, we got married, I was, we were 29. <laughs> we got married when we were 29. And I remember all through like, even Bible college and stuff, there was such an urgency to be married at 20. And not that you can't, but there was such an urgency. But I, I know for me, I was like, maybe I need to rush and just, just marry, you know, someone who really like, just likes me or that I went on a date with. And, and, you know, it's okay to wait. Mm. It's okay to wait for the right person because I'm so, so happy I waited till I was 29. And sometimes in ministry, we can get so caught up in, oh, once you're, you know, out of your house, you need yeah. to be married and you need to, you know, do these things. And sometimes your ministry um, is okay without a husband for a bit. Mm. And yeah. then you will meet the right person and you will, and God is the right person for you on his time, but you don't have to force it. You don't have to, you know, if you desire it so badly,
2: Ensure it's the right, the right fit and no matter the time. So good. And so as always, we've got a couple questions to end uh, this podcast with. And so how about you guys, our listeners? How can you work at being patient, understanding and loving towards your spouse and your family? What is one way you can intentionally support your spouse today?
1: Thank you so much to Derek and Cassia and Minnie. That has been a lot of fun. Uh, And watching the two of you juggle Minnie back and forth as you've answered questions. These are the things that the listeners don't get to be part of and, and see, but we do. And it's been a lot of fun. But I just want to thank you for your openness, your honesty, and just thank you for living out Jesus. And I would encourage you just to continue to do that in the platform you have. And the areas that, that he opens the doors for you to walk through, be a light in those areas, as you already shared about being a beacon of light in those things. And I think I want to say that to all of our listeners, right? Let's be beacons of light wherever we are. We don't need to have the professional football platform to be a beacon of light for Jesus. We can be an accountant. We can be a stay-at-home mom. We can be a stay-at-home dad. We can be a janitor. We can. It doesn't matter where we're at in our life. We can be a beacon of life in Jesus when he is living through us and we're living for him. And and so I want to encourage all of our listeners with that. But thank you so much, Derek and Cassia and Minnie for joining us. And to all of our listeners, we will talk with you next week.
2: Bye.